when it comes to, say, in my day job, if I'm procrastinating from a task there, it's because perhaps it's something that has a more lengthy due date or it's like a, a much bigger task like you're talking about. You can sort of feel paralyzed by the amount of work ahead of you. And if something is like huge and far off in the future, I don't know, I just find it really easy to tell myself that I don't need to work on it right this second and that I can do other things instead. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm one of your hosts, Femke. And I'm your other host, Charlie. Today we've got a topic that can often be the bane of, you know, a motivated person's life, and that is procrastination. I think it's something that all creatives suffer with at some point or another in their projects. We're going to talk about it today, how we deal with it, how it affects us, and have some tips from our listeners too. Should be good. First though, Femme, how have your projects been going recently? They're going well. I actually have had some visitors over during the last week, so been spending a little bit of quality time with them, uh, which always, you know, shuffles up my schedule a little bit. But overall, it's it's going pretty good. Trying to enjoy a bit more of the hot summer weather, though, while I can. Definitely spending more time outside and less time at my computer lately. Yeah, definitely. I think that's important to do in the warm months. You know, we've got to get that vitamin D in while it's out there and prepare for winter again I suppose. What about your week though how's it been going? It's been going well I went to quite a few concerts last week I saw like 10 bands live which is wow, that's a, a bit lot. of a crazy number. I know there was at three different shows because one was a festival but anyway but yeah that meant that I didn't get as much done in my projects as I wanted to but I don't know I think it's important to do those fun things while, you know, take the opportunities while they're there. So I'm not too disappointed about that. And I still managed to get the videos and blog posts that I needed to done last week. So all round good week. That's awesome. I saw that you, and I might have this wrong, but something about how you filmed and uploaded a video all on the same day last weekend. Is that right? Yes, that that is not one of my proudest moments. I'm normally much more organized with uh, getting my videos ready in advance. But yeah, last week because I'd been away at that conference and before that traveling in Spain, I just ran out of videos and didn't manage to film one on like the weeknights that week. So I ended up having to do it on the Saturday morning. So I created and filmed and edited and uploaded a DIY project in one day. And it really made me realize how long I spend on videos because it basically took up my whole day. Yeah, especially a DIY video. Those sound really time consuming rather than well I assume they're more time consuming than just the sort of sitting in front of the camera ones yeah for sure they definitely are because they involve a lot more like different shots and you've sort of got to edit it in time to the music and do a voiceover and things so yeah I will hopefully have learned my lesson and not be doing that again anytime soon (laughs) well go you at least you still like stuck to your schedule and got a video out rather than just skipping it yeah yeah I'm glad that I managed to do that So that kind of ties in a little bit with our topic today of procrastination. And I mean, with your video, did you feel like, was it just that you didn't have the time to do it that week or were you kind of procrastinating putting it off or or has that happened to you, I guess, in the past with your videos where you've kind of got to the sort of crunch time of, oh my gosh, like I need to get a video up pretty soon, but I haven't had time to do it or I've just been procrastinating doing other things or do you find that you stick to your scheduled output quite well. 
Usually I don't procrastinate from my videos. I find that the tasks I procrastinate from are the ones that I'm less excited about doing, you know, the more boring tasks or something. Sometimes I find myself procrastinating halfway through a video project. If the edit is like taking a really long time and I'm just like getting sick of it, then I'll find myself procrastinating doing other things. But for the most part, I don't really struggle with procrastination when it comes to my videos because I do love making them so much. Is that something you find too? Like does your procrastination level change depending on the task? Yeah, I think for me it's also a lot about planning. So if I haven't sort of planned what I'm going to do, then I kind of just end up doing nothing, I guess, which probably kind of makes sense. But for me, so I get up at 6am and I I do a couple of hours work before my day job. And if I haven't sort of planned in my mind the night before what I'm going to do that morning, I still get up and I I still, you know, sit at my computer at 6 and then I'm like, oh... I didn't really make a plan, so I guess I'll just wander around a little bit on the internet until I sort of figure out what I want to work on this morning, which is a bit of a waste of time, really. And I I think that's a way of me procrastinating, choosing something to get started on for that morning. Yeah, it does sound like it. And I definitely know what you mean there. I I sort of had that a little bit this morning, really, because uh, last night I'd planned to film a video and then I'd planned to start the editing this morning before recording this podcast. But I didn't get to film it last night because making dinner took forever. So that meant that what I'd planned to do this morning, I couldn't do anymore because obviously you can't edit if you don't Mm. have footage to edit. So then I was like, oh, okay, what am I going to do now? And I ended up doing some organization stuff for my upcoming trip. But yeah, there was that few moments of, hmm, well, there's nothing that my to-do list is telling me to do. So what do I do? Mm, For me, it's also a time thing too. Like these mornings when we record the podcast, I only sort of have 45 minutes an hour instead of my two hours that I usually get in the mornings to get some stuff done off my to-do list. And I find that that shorter window of time causes me to procrastinate more. And I don't know why, you know, you'd think that that would cause me to like try and cram everything in. But instead I'm like, oh, I've only got 45 minutes. It's not really enough time to do some productive work. So I'll like do a little bit and then just kind of wait until 7.30 when we have to record, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean. I think there's something about us in our brains that like, we will take excuses that are there, you know, mm. and an excuse is, oh, there's not really enough time to start something because I won't be able to get really into it, you know, which is kind of valid. But also there's always something you can do. Exactly. But yeah, our, our mind will like take that and like run with it as an excuse to procrastinate, I think. Do you have anything or any projects that you do or that you work on that you find you never procrastinate for? Oh, I don't know about never. I feel like that's like a big word. But you know what? With my side projects these days, I I think that I rarely procrastinate from them. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's because I have so much that I want to do and so much that I want to fit in that if I'm not working on them, it's because I've purposefully chosen not to work on something that day. And I suppose that's just this way I I guess I live now is more purposefully. So I want to, you know, be aware of what I'm doing. And if I'm sitting there scrolling Twitter, it's because I've decided that I'm going to sit there and scroll Twitter now, you know, and I'm not just putting off doing a task. I don't know, maybe that again, that's just my brain playing tricks on me. But that's sort of the way I like to think about it these days. 
but yeah, like I said, the the tasks I procrastinate the most on are the more boring things like I don't know, administration tasks, replying to emails and things like that. I'm always going to find something better to do than answer emails. Um, See, for me, answering emails is like a procrastination technique for me, which is so funny because oh, it's completely different for you. So, like, I might have a blog post that I really should be working on, but I might not feel like working on. So instead, I'll just go and reply to some emails, which I guess you could argue like that's still productive, but it is actually a procrastination technique that I do yeah I think actually I'm just going to bring in this uh, tweet from one of our listeners because it relates here Uh, Aaliyah says I definitely struggle with procrastination sometimes I tend to procrastinate by doing work which I want to do rather than work which is due yes and I think that's something that a lot of people do is uh, a term that Jessica Heesh calls procrastinate working you've heard of that right yeah I was going to say productive procrastination but that is a much better word (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think that's still procrastinating because, I mean, even though you're doing something productive, you'd already planned that that wasn't the most important thing for you to be doing right then. The other thing is, so you're still putting off work, you know, even though it's better to be doing that than checking social media or painting your nails or something. It's still not the thing you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, that procrastination isn't always unproductive by default. Like, I Mm. I totally agree with Aaliyah. Like, I think that's great in terms of, you know, sometimes you just don't feel like working on that project right now, so you'll go and work on something else, even though maybe the other project is probably more important and has a closer deadline or whatever. But, you know, sometimes our brains need a break and sometimes we need to focus on something else for a little while. And whether that is scrolling through social media or working on a on a different project instead. I mean, they're both procrastinations, but one's more productive than the other. Yeah, so I guess if you need a break from something or if you want to put off doing something, if you can do that by doing another task, then, I mean, it's not really going to be a lose situation. Still, though, I think that, I don't know, it's really easy to give yourself excuses, like I was saying before, and perhaps telling yourself, oh, it doesn't matter because I'm working on this other thing that's really productive too so I can just put that thing off that might be not a good habit to get into you know like if you do that too often you're never going to get that other task done I'm interested to know the reasons behind why you procrastinate so for me there's multiple reasons why I I do and sometimes you know I might be bored or my brain needs a break and I need to do something else or like I said before poor planning so I just kind of fumble around until I figure out what I should be doing but also another reason for me is feeling paralyzed or overwhelmed with the task that I should be doing and I know that I should be making progress on it and I know what I have to do and that I should be working on it but sometimes like the task is just so daunting that I just keep putting it off until like it's usually too late and and that's a real shame because that thing is really important to me and I really want to do it. I think maybe this comes down to me breaking that big task down a little bit more and getting a little bit better at that and setting sort of little due dates or deadlines for myself to kind of keep that momentum going because otherwise I just never do it and just procrastinate with other tasks. I like that word 
they use momentum. That's definitely a big reason why I procrastinate, I think. Uh, when it comes to, say, in my day job, if I'm procrastinating from a task there, it's because perhaps it's something that has a more lengthy due date or it's like a, a much bigger task like you're talking about. You can sort of feel paralyzed by the amount of work ahead of you. And if something is like huge and far off in the future, I don't know, I just find it really easy to tell myself that I don't need to work on it right this second and that I can do other things instead. And when things have a are either smaller tasks or the shorter deadlines, I find it easier to crack on with them, I suppose, and give myself less excuses. So I suppose that means I need to break tasks down more and perhaps give myself shorter deadlines, If even if you know the big looming deadline isn't for a while away. If I give myself a shorter one, maybe that can help me work towards it more and give me more momentum. Yeah, maybe. I think it's also... Like if you sort of have a routine and a schedule, like, you know, you do a YouTube video once or twice a week, I do a blog post every week, for example, it's easier to adhere to those because they're kind of like commitments that you've made to yourself. But if you're doing a one-off task or starting something new, it can be really easy to procrastinate that. And I mean, I've got a perfect example here is that for almost a year now, I've been wanting to create some kind of... Uh, lead generation for my mailing list so you know sign up and get this free guide or free resource or whatever kind of like your screen printing guide that you include Mm. uh, when people sign up to your list and I've just been putting that off for a year and I don't really have an excuse (laughs) as to why I've been doing it but I think it's just because it's one of those things that it's like a one-off task or a one-off thing that I need to do and plan for and it's just so much easier to slip into my regular routine of like okay podcast on Monday blog post on Thursday newsletter on this day etc and I kind of use those as like a procrastination for actually doing those other one-off tasks if that makes sense that definitely makes sense I was just going to bring up that that's what I do and then you've talked about it as well so I'm glad that I'm not the only one (laughs) I I think, again, it comes down to excuses. Like, I give myself the excuse that, oh, this thing has to be done because it's a video that has to go up on Saturday. And this other thing can wait, you know, because it doesn't have a deadline like that. Or, you know, it's a a small part of a bigger thing, so this is more important. But it's really not the case, and I, yeah, need to not give myself excuses like that, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's much easier to procrastinate a task or a project that, doesn't really have a strict deadline or maybe it's just something that you're doing personally like my lead gen thing you know that's not a piece of client work that's not something that you know is going to be ongoing and has a schedule it's just a task that I need to do and I've spent a year procrastinating doing it which I'm not proud to say but I'm it's still on my to-do list so it's eventually going to happen. We get honest on this podcast don't we? Yep we do we're not all perfect. (laughs) Another situation in which I procrastinate, which sort of goes against what I just said about uh, the lengthy deadlines problem, is sometimes when the deadline is too short, that like paralyzing fear of like failing or something, I don't know, comes across me and I find myself procrastinating, even though I'm like internally yelling at myself, like, what the heck are you doing on Twitter? You've got this thing, you need as much time as possible, so put all your time towards it. But I don't know, it's just overwhelming, I suppose, so... I end up procrastinating. Yeah, sometimes those small tasks can have a really big impact or influence as well. Like I 
I had to do a small task in terms of I had to provide assets to someone. So I had to provide like, you know, here's a little bio about me and an image of me and some images of my work, etc., which is, you know, a pretty small task. But what those were being going to be used for was something much bigger and that's what was paralyzing me. Like it wasn't the the small menial tasks of send me through, you know, a photo of yourself. It was the much larger thing of like what that photo is going to be used for and the context and setting of that, that I was like sort of afraid of that outcome. And so I, I put it off for a week. Do you want to share what that photo was for? Because I think I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess uh, this is for a conference happening in Brighton later this year called Reasons or Reasons 2. I'm not exactly sure which one it is, but, you know, it's it's scary speaking at a conference. And I knew that I wanted to do it. Like I, I'd sort of already decided internally, like, yes, I'm going to do this. But for some reason, I was still paralyzed about actually sending my assets through because it's once I send those assets through it's like yep I'm committed I'm going to be on stage talking in front of however many people and that was the thing that was paralyzing me. I'm so excited for you to speak though I'm hoping to go along to the conference so that would be really cool I'm so proud of you. Oh thank you yeah so I hope that's kind of a example that yeah kind of makes sense it's it's a bit hard to explain but in a nutshell it's not always the task that, that can be paralyzing or cause me to procrastinate. It's the outcome of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. And I think it's understandable why we procrastinate from things like that. But also I think it's really good that you understand why you are procrastinating, you know, because you could have been giving yourself excuses, but you know that you were procrastinating and this is the reason why. And I guess that's the first step to being able to get over it I suppose although not that that's really worked for me with understanding why I procrastinate so far. Yeah I think everyone procrastinates for different reasons whether you're bored or can't be bothered or paralyzed by the task or whatever I guess I don't know like I'm trying to think of advice for people and what I would suggest people do if they're experiencing long-term periods of procrastination like have you ever just experienced such a long term of procrastination that it's kind of had a negative impact on on the project that you were supposed to be focused on? Yeah, it happened a lot to me before I sort of got into this habit of being motivated, I suppose, and having lots of side projects. I would always be procrastinating and giving myself excuses. And I don't even think that procrastination, like being bored or being that you can't be bothered I don't think those are the real reasons why you're procrastinating I think if that's like the reasons you're coming up with you need to dig a bit deeper and work out really why this is this is happening and that's the first step to to solving it because I mean there's that saying that only boring people get bored and if you're a person with side projects and stuff to actually do I doubt you're bored with it really you know in the truest sense of the word there must be something else going on that's making you procrastinate. Maybe you're exhausted and you need to take a break so that your mind can be clearer and, you know, stop moving around on the computer and actually have some proper rest rather than procrastinating working or anything like that. Uh, and if you can't be bothered, maybe, I don't know, there's something wrong with the task you're doing and maybe you're in the wrong field or something. Maybe you're doing the wrong task if you really, if that's the reason that you're coming up with. Yeah, I think also if you are struggling with a lot of procrastination, find something to help pull yourself through that. And I don't have an answer for what that could be. I think it 
could be different things for different people. So for me, what really helps is having deadlines. So if I have a deadline for something, I'm pretty committed to it and I know that I'm going to do it. And so that kind of helps push me through the procrastination phase because I'm like, okay, right, I have this deadline, like nothing else can get in the way. I've set my, you know, uh, focus to do this thing and that really helps me push through the procrastination and actually achieve that task I don't know for other people it could be something in, entirely different like maybe instead of setting a deadline maybe you could you know get an accountability partner or something like that to to help pu- pull you through it yeah realize the way you work like take stock I suppose of your working process and how you work best and like get to know that a bit better I suppose and being more aware really helps as well like like we were talking about before I know that when I have long looming deadlines it's much more easy for me to procrastinate than with shorter ones so I work better on you know shorter deadline tasks get to know what works best for you and your working style and how you thrive and I suppose that's going to help you procrastinate less and I think that's why I procrastinate less these days like like I was saying before there's not many tasks that I will always procrastinate from and that's because I've gotten to know my working style I suppose and um, I'm aware of what I'm doing all the time so if I'm on Twitter then I know that okay I'm doing this thing right now and I'm checking my social media and then I'm going to go back to it because this is not good enough. (laughs) Yeah I mean I definitely get that too and I think you learn as you go, right? Like you said, you learn more about yourself and you learn what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And I think if you sort of have recurring side projects, like, you know, we've got this podcast that's weekly and we've got mailing lists and you've got a YouTube, etc., then, you know, find find the best way for those side projects to fit into your schedule and come up with a bit of a rhythm. And I think you'll find yourself procrastinating less because you've got the set rhythm and the set routine that you kind of slide into and having those sort of output dates of like this day I publish a video, I think that definitely keeps you accountable to the task and and sort of motivates you to actually do it and not get too sidetracked. I want to bring in some tweets from our listeners now because we asked everyone uh, if procrastination was a major issue for them and, you know, when they found themselves procrastinating. There were some really interesting responses one that relates to what we were just talking about from Eric. He says, I procrastinate most when I'm not busy, so the key for me is to always have a lot of work in the pipeline so I'm never bored. And that sounds like the same same as me, that I need to know I have a lot, lot going on and that helps me get through things easier. Definitely. I mean, that's exactly the type of procrastination that I experience when I get up at 6am and haven't planned what I'm going to do because if I haven't planned what I'm going to do and there's nothing sort of pressing, like obviously there's nothing due. If, if I had a blog post due later that, that day, then it's quite obvious that that's what I'd work on. But if I don't have anything pressing, then that's definitely the procrastination situation that I find myself in where I'm just kind of sitting there like, okay, well I've showed up, but what am I going to do now? I guess I'll just yeah. do some random things until I can decide. Yeah, Exactly. Um, man, Mandamade Graphics is the username, says, I find I spend too much time browsing social media, particularly Pinterest. It's a huge time suck. And Lloyd as well said, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. I'm procrastinating right now replying to this tweet. Oops. <laughs> so I think social media is a big problem for all of us in that way, that it's easy to procrastinate with and give yourself excuses to, to check up on things. Yeah, so, I mean, 
I have this sort of no social media rule for myself, which I'm pretty sure I've talked about on the podcast before. Yeah, but you're very good with that. <laughs> I'm still in awe of it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't check Twitter or Facebook or whatever social network like before 8am. And, and 8am is usually when I sort of start switching to my day job or have breakfast or whatever. So between 6 and 8, that's really my focus time. And I, I never check Twitter or anything really ever. Uh, and that definitely helps me keep focused. Uh, but I do have Twitter open during my day job. And yeah, I mean, occasionally an interesting conversation, you know, I'll see in the corner of my eye and I might jump in and chat with people for five, 10 minutes. But I don't know if I'd call that procrastination. I think that's more just being distracted. You know, it's not like I'm trying to procrastinate from a task I'm doing. I'm just a bit distracted for maybe 10 minutes by something interesting happening on Twitter. I think it's different. I do think that's different. I haven't thought about that before, but there is definitely a difference between distraction and procrastination. Sometimes you might distract yourself because you're procrastinating, but I think that procrastinating, I'm not sure of the exact definition of the word, but I think to me it means that you are purposefully putting off doing a task, whereas a distraction is like an accidental putting off doing a task. Yeah, definitely. That's exactly what I think. So if you're getting distracted by Twitter during the day, I mean, if you're getting distracted for an hour, then that might be a problem. But if you're just getting distracted now and then, I think that's okay. Uh, but if you find yourself procrastinating, actually achieving something or getting things done by browsing Pinterest or Twitter or whatever, then, yeah, I think find a way to break that habit. And you'll know within yourself, right? Like if you're putting off doing a task, even if you're telling yourself like, oh no, I'm, I need to keep up and reply to all my tweets now, you'll know like that you're putting off doing the more important thing and that you're putting Twitter above it. And no one's going to hold you accountable for that, you know, unless like you said, you get an accountability partner, but even then they're not going to be watching your every move and stopping you from, yeah, putting off those tasks. So yeah, it's something you have to realize within yourself and being aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it. If you find yourself mindlessly scrolling, like, I mean, we've all done this, when you just mind, mindlessly scroll, like you're not really looking at what you're scrolling, but you're just scrolling anyway, that's definitely procrastination, <laughs> I think. Yeah, true, because you're not distracted at that point because no. you're not even really reading anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Some more tweets from our listeners. Tony says, I find myself learning to procrastinate, then I remember I need to start doing and learn as I go. So I like that Tony is aware of, of that you know, not using learning as an excuse and trying to work it into the process instead of asset procrastination. Mm, yeah, I like that too. I think it's always, this is going to sound a bit AA, but, you know, the first step is, you know, realizing that you're procrastinating, right? Like, yeah, for you sure. need to realize, okay, I'm procrastinating right now and I really have something that I should be focusing my time on. And that's, I think, the first step to actually then making that conscious choice of being like, okay, it's, it's time to focus now. Vishnu says that, yes, procrastination is a major issue. Most of the time it's shifting between tasks, being like, oh, I forgot to add this image in, wait, it says BW work, background work, maybe? And then it says, at times reading articles and watching TED Talks on avoiding procrastination is Vishnu's way of procrastinating, which is quite funny. And I think that can that's definitely part of giving yourself excuses, right? You're saying, oh, no, this is good for me to learn this, but actually you're procrastinating by doing it. Yeah, that's an interesting one because I definitely do, you know, read blog articles and listen to podcasts or whatever, uh, but 
I've, I don't know. I've never really used those or thought of them as me procrastinating. I always sort of see them as like, oh, like I'm learning something. This is interesting. And it's not like I'm, I should be working on something else at that time. I think if you've chosen to spend time learning those things and that's like, I don't know, perhaps it's something on your to-do list or I don't know, you've made a conscious choice that you want to learn this thing, then I don't think it's procrastinating. I think it would be procrastinating if you'd plan to do something else, but then you were like, oh, I'm just going to watch this thing first, you know? Yeah. Or I guess if you're reading BuzzFeed or something, that probably counts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Most likely. Maria said that my procrastination these days is 98% fueled by anxiety. It's really frustrating wanting to work on a project and then hashtag anxiety. I, anxiety isn't suff- something I suffer with myself, but I, I can imagine like how debilitating that might be to, you know, really be wanting to work on something, but then this anxiety is stopping you from doing it. I think I can understand how frustrating that m- must be, Maria, and I'm sorry I have to go through that, and yeah, I don't really know how I can help with that one. Yeah, I'm the same. I mean, anxiety isn't something that I've personally struggled with on a big level but I can definitely see how that would be frustrating and difficult to overcome so yeah unfortunately I don't really have any advice or experience to share on that but yeah that does sound very frustrating. I guess it's connected in a way to what we were talking about before about being debilitated by fear of of a project or being overwhelmed by it that you know you know you have to do it and you're not even doing anything else it's just that you can't work on this thing because there's something stopping you Mm. yeah and I don't know if maybe a solution would be to break break it down and start with the very small tasks and then and then go from there because I often find if I've got a huge thing you know a huge project that I want to do if I break that down into like the smallest of steps and start, you know, from the very beginning, do step one, step two, you know, there might be 50 steps, for example. It's kind of like a snowball. Like once you start doing a few steps, you kind of gain a bit more momentum and excitement and encouragement. And that can kind of help push me through the whole project. So, yeah, I don't know if that that could be something that maybe she could try. I feel like that, that can be applied to any like reason you're procrastinating, I suppose. I think that would really help with it. Because that's a smaller task or a smaller chunk of time you're committing to doing something, you know, and then you can tell yourself, oh, no, I can check Twitter after this. Yeah. Yeah. We asked our listeners if they had any tips and tricks to stop themselves procrastinating. And Camilla said, I most often procrastinate because something is causing some kind of anxiety over the task, so just like Maria. And she says, so typically I take a break from procrastinating, which is, she said, haha in brackets, which is quite funny. And she said that's to clear her head and come up with a simple set of steps to act on easier. I also try and note which tasks I procrastinate the worst so I can find a common way of beating those. So it sounds like Camilla gets over her you know, anxiety-induced procrastination by doing exactly what you just suggested, Fem. So maybe that will help Maria as well. Yeah, and also, like I touched on before, you know, the first step is noticing that you're actually procrastinating. And then I guess... Yeah, sort of the second step is identifying what you're doing, like what what your procrastination entails. Like, are you always checking Twitter? Are you always reading BuzzFeed? Are you always replying to emails? Like, what is that procrastination that you're actually doing? And then, yeah, just step away from it or find a way to overcome it. What do you find your procrastination is mostly? For me, it probably is social media or procrastinating. So switching to another task to avoid doing the one I was meant to be doing. 
Yeah, I think procrastinative working is probably my biggest. Like sometimes I'll just go and look at Trello for like 10 minutes. Uh, oh, yeah, because you're getting organized, right? So it's a worthwhile use of time. Exactly. <laughs> but really, I don't really need to be in there because everything's up to date. But I'll just like scroll through my like someday ideas list and just think about them for a bit, you know, or be like, oh, yeah, yeah. that task I've had to create a lead generation. Yeah, I've had that there for a year. Hmm. <laughs> you know, like it's not really that productive, but I'll I'll do, go and do something like that, for example, or or reply to some emails or whatever. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, a couple more tweets on some tips and tricks. Laura says that removing part of the importance of the tasks, I feel less of my life depends on it, so it's easier to get it done, and that I suppose would take away that like fear of it and you know the overwhelming nature of it so that's interesting yeah I think that helps uh, decrease the whole paralyzed feeling right Mm, definitely and one last tweet that I'm going to read out from Cohen he says when I'm not working on a project I'm still thinking about it a lot so when I start working on it I already know how I want to do it and sometimes I set myself a small reward for finishing x part of the project and y amount of time so that's interesting like little little rewards for yourself and planning a lot in advance so that you've got less excuses to procrastinate I suppose. Yeah I think that's about setting milestones for yourself or for your project which I think is a nice way to encourage yourself to keep going and yeah I mean you can reward yourself in any way you want whether that's like 10 minutes of Facebook time or maybe you get to watch an episode of your favorite TV show that night or something and I mean I don't think that method works for everybody but for some people I think that is a really good way to help pull them through those episodes of procrastination and focus more on the task at hand. I think that is a good note to end on. Any last words of wisdom on procrastination? (sighs) I mean, it's a sucker. It really is. Like Procrastination can be the biggest time waster and can be one of the biggest things that hold us back from actually getting stuff done or achieving what we want to achieve. And I think everybody has their own way of getting through it. Uh, but yeah, I think the first step is to identify that you're doing it and then figure out from there how to overcome it. And I would add too, don't let yourself give yourself excuses. Like take note of what you're telling yourself about why you're doing this thing that's not the task you're supposed to be doing and recognize that you're probably giving yourself an excuse and try not to let that happen or, you know, hold yourself accountable to it and realize that you're doing something you shouldn't be. Yeah, I think if you've like dedicated or committed to, you know, at this point in time, I'm going to work on this thing, but you find yourself procrastinating, then I think you need to address it. But if if you're like going to the park or something uh, on a Saturday, I, I don't think that's procrastinating from doing work, for example. So, you know, it, it's okay to have breaks and to do other things and watch a TV show. And, and it is okay to scroll through Twitter and through Facebook, but just not at that time that you've already dedicated to be productive I like it good note all right we'll see you next week Charlie but first where can people go to see the episodes online head to designlife.fm and you can find all 31 episodes there and you'll also see a link to subscribe to our newsletter which means that we'll send you an email every Monday morning with a link to the show so that you know that it's live and ready for you to listen to 
And you can also find us on iTunes. And if you've really been enjoying the show, we'd love it if you would leave us a review on iTunes. We've received some very lovely reviews in the past and it really helps get the show out there. Yes, thank you to anyone who's taken the time to leave a review. We really appreciate it. Make sure you follow us on Twitter as well and join in on the conversations for future episodes. We are at Design Life FM on there and we'd love to chat with you. See you next week, Charlie. Bye, Cam. Goodbye.